Welcome back, everybody, to the Truth Real Podcast. Excited to bring you another podcast today, and we are going to be discussing new beginnings. It's a new year. You know, Braylon, the other day I was uh, at work, I was working with a warranty company for an engine that had failed that we had put in in December of 21, and I kept on, and I was like, yeah, you guys put this in uh, last year, like last December, last year, right? And this was actually just yesterday. And the sales rep for that company kept telling me, he's like, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. I was like, yes, you did. I'm looking at it right here. And he's like, I did not sell you any of these engines last year, especially not a few weeks ago. And I was like, what? What are you talking about a few weeks ago? Yeah. Turns out he was looking back at 2022. It's 2023. Yeah. It's hard to believe. It is hard to believe, Braylon. Yep. Anyways, we are back, me and Braylon, bringing you a podcast today. New beginnings, new year, how God can make us new, how God wants us to be new. Amen, how we are transformed, as the Bible says, um, and not conformed to this world. Right. It's an exciting topic, it really is, when you sit down and you think about all the times that God has done something in your life and all the things that God has brought you from, it's it's exciting. So I'm excited to bring this podcast. Yeah. It's always exciting to be here, Dylan, especially with you. Well, I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. We couldn't do it without our amazing sound man, Mr. Matthew Matthew Harvey. Harvey. What a great guy. (laughs) He is, you guys remember him from what we've heard as the favorite podcast, The Death of the Dinosaurs. Yes. So. What a hoot. What a hoot. What a way to describe it. What a hoot it was, indeed. What a way to describe it. But we are not talking about that today. No. We are talking about new things. New beginnings. We're not thinking about the past. We're thinking nope. about the present. The new. And what's now. The future. The future. Yeah. So we can dive into what the future of this podcast is going to look like what our future topics might be, you know? Maybe some few scriptures in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and get started, because <laughs> this this conversation we're having is going nowhere right now, so let's go ahead and get yeah. in here. Um, so I have a scripture here that's pretty, pretty common um, whenever you think about new beginnings, new things. Um, in Acts 1, verse 8, it says, But ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. So, what is this scripture meaning? I I think um, this scripture is important to see because a lot of people, you know, um, look at, you know, the new birth, you know, as receiving the Holy Ghost, being baptized in Jesus' name, and and, uh, after you've repented of your sins and followed the plan of salvation— um, a lot of people look at the Holy Ghost and view it, okay, once I get the Holy Ghost, that's that's the last key. You know, I've repented, I've been baptized, you know, I, I've done those things. Now if I just get the Holy Ghost, I'll be good. I'll, I'll be on my way to heaven. Um, and, and yeah, you know, you need to have the Holy Ghost to enter heaven. But right here in verse 1 or uh, chapter 1 of Acts and verse 8, it says, You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Not the not power to enter heaven, right? Not power mm. to to have a, a free ticket to you know 
the stairway to heaven, but power to be witnesses. So how can we be witnesses with that power? There are several different ways. Our actions, our words, our, you know, our thoughts, even, you know, our thoughts. Pastor at our church has been doing a series here um, about our heart and how we need to make sure our hearts are correct. And um, what you allow in your heart will manifest itself in thought and then will eventually come out as words. So I, I, I am a firm believer that what we think can also be a witness because have you, Braylon, are you the kind of person that just talks before you think? Uh, half the time, yeah. And what about the other half? I'm either just sitting there <laughs> reminiscing over or I'm just in a daze. I can't really speak. How often do you regret speaking before you think? About maybe a f- four out of ten. Forty percent of the time? Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. I know. A, uh, I usually, I've gotten a lot better at it. I really have. I've gotten a lot better at thinking of what I'm going to say. Instead of just saying it, you know, I'm like, well, maybe this isn't the best idea, you know. I've gotten there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm I'm the same way, Brevin. I, I, uh, I'm normally a smart thinker. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll think things through, um, and then half the time I won't think things through, and I'm like, I'm like you, Brevin. Like sometimes I'll just say stuff, and then like maybe not right after, but. A couple, like even a couple of days later, you're just you know laying in bed or something, trying to go to sleep. And you're like, why did I say that? Yes, that, yeah, I I have been there before, right? Yeah, but you know that that first manifested itself as a thought in your mind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, yeah, we sh- we will receive power to be witnesses. So that also means we're going to receive power to live above sin. We're going to receive the power to live above reproach. We're going to receive the power that it takes to live a life of holiness and separation. Um, and that goes right along with our topic of new beginnings. You know, the new birth, once you receive the Holy Ghost and you've gone through the plan of salvation, you, you know, I've, I've heard it put this way, once you are saved, as far as the Acts 2.38 salvation method, you have just now entered the full-time ministry. You know, a lot of people look at the full-time ministry as just a job, but um, all of us. Every aspect of the church is a ministry, um, and so once you receive that, you have re- you have entered into the full time ministry, meaning, you know, the Great Commission is now a commission that is put upon you. It's put upon the church. So if you are part of the church, you have been given this commission to go about and to preach and to teach the gospel unto all nations. And so um, that's kind of where I want to start at is just get the baseline that. When we change our our lives through the receiving of the gift of the Holy Ghost, um, and change our minds and change our hearts through you know repentance and through the baptism of the Holy Ghost, when our sins are washed away, or just baptism in Jesus' name, when our sins are washed away, um, that really is a new beginning and a new chapter in our life. Um, and at that point, we no longer have to live under the the hand and under the oppression of sin. We have been given power to conquer that. Amen. And we can see the Bible, you know, it says you are more than conquerors through Christ, which gives you strength. And that's the main key right there is through Christ <laughs> that gives you strength. Right. Not through us that gives ourselves strength. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I want to start, brother. you want to, do you have anything along those lines or? Um, you know, strength can come from many different places, but once you realize that 
the strength that you need to to walk in in God's light every day you you come to a quick realization that you know you would much rather have God's strength than than your own absolutely or like personal personal motivation doesn't always get you very far because um Let's be honest. If you ever try to stay motivated for something on your own, and yeah. it only lasts for maybe a week or even a couple of days, but Give if God, yeah, <laughs> yes, millions of people right now have already given up on their dreams. Uh, but yeah, if I know, I realized in my own personal life, if I were to feel an, um a calling from God, and I would put my my strength and my energy into that. You know, he would pour back into me. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, um, I want to take us to another scripture here. Ephesians four twenty-two through 24, that ye put off concerning the former conversations the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye may... And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So here this is saying, you know, Paul's writing to the church of Ephesus saying, these are the steps after, you know, you have received the gift of the Holy Ghost. You know, you're trying to live a holy and a separated life. These are how you do it. You you put off the former conversations you had, you know, the the, the little conversations you may have had at, you know, a high school lunch table, you know, where you weren't really showing the, the glory of God. You put off those former conversations of the old man, which is, you know, his mind is corrupt and his life is corrupted by the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, which is what it says there, the deceitful lust. And then he says in 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So when we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and we are transformed, our mind can really change our mindset changes Braylon share a story or share an instance where you know you received the gift of the Holy Ghost and at that point your mind was changed how was your mind changed at that moment when I first received the Holy Ghost yeah well I actually just found I was going through some old stuff and I found my Holy Ghost certificate and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it was February 28th or something like that, right around there, or 26. Um, and so I'd only been going to church for maybe about a month, a little over a month, probably around the middle of January. Um, and previous to this day, I have been told in other services, you know, do you know what the Holy Ghost is? Do you know what baptism in Jesus' name is? I had absolutely no idea. This was all very new to me. Yeah. And especially coming to, you know, a United Pentecostal church, that was way different for me. <laughs> I had never been to anything like it, um, at least consistently. I do have family friends that have gone to this church since they, you know, were young. And I I have visited this church once or twice, but I had always been in the Sunday school. I've, I, would, I don't think I was ever in the um, services. Mm-hmm. But being older and more aware and um, being able to comprehend what's going on uh i begin to have a feeling of like a a sense of of home you know Mm -hmm. like this is somewhere like i belong 
Yeah. You know, because if you were, you, you, know, you ever stayed at someone else's house and you kind of felt out of place. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that's just kind of what I um, was thinking that it was going to be like. Like, I was just going to feel out of place because I don't, I've never been around this. But after coming a couple times and deciding, like, I'm going to stay committed, I'm going to, I'm going to at least test the waters a little bit. You know, I begin to get that sense of feeling of, of this is where I need to be. This is yeah. where I want to be. Yeah. And then that service, um, it was, it was the end of the service. So it was our, after the sermon and, uh, we were beginning our, um, getting back into worship and I, I'm pretty sure it was the second song. Um, I want to say Dylan, it was you, but I don't, I can't exactly remember because I know one time you came up to me and asked me if I knew what the Holy Ghost was, but I don't know if that was a service before or if it was this one as well, because it easily could have been. But I, I remember the exact spot where I walked up to the altar yeah, and just began to, um, I was told I need to repent. I didn't know what repentance meant, so I just began to talk. I just began to talk to God mm-hmm. and just say, have your way. Lord, I want to give myself unto you and let you fill me with whatever this Holy Ghost is. And next thing you know, <coughs> excuse me, I began to feel this weird feeling in my, like, in my lungs and in my, like, in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to speak faster, you know? <coughs> You're like a speed reader. Yeah, like, I was, I was like... You know, I've never really prayed this fast before. I don't know what's for, is this what it is this what it is? Is this the Holy Ghost? But no. Um, and then it, my tongue just started to kind of rumble a little bit. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna start speaking Spanish or something." <laughs> like, what's going on here? But yeah, and then just little by little, time went on, and then I started. People started to come around me and started to pray for me, mm-hmm. and I would hear them speaking in tongues, and I was like. Is this what it is? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And then all of a sudden it just clicked. And then I just started speaking in tongues. Yeah. And then the Holy Ghost started to move upon me and instead of me resisting it, there was a little there was a little time where I kind of resisted a little bit cuz it just that just that um not so sure moment. Mm-hmm. But then I, I shut that down so quick because yeah. the feeling of the immense peace that I felt and the joy of being in the spirit uh i just let god take over it was i it really was never um it was really quite an experience that i've never had before yeah yeah and it's interesting that you brought up the point of of resisting because um you know in the scriptures that we just read in 22 and 23 once you've received the holy ghost and you know you've you've gone through the steps of salvation you know you said you repented um I believe you were baptized before you received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Or was it after? Okay. No, it was after. Okay. I got the Holy Ghost and then I was baptized. Okay. So yeah, and baptism in Jesus' name, as long as it's in Jesus' name, I, I don't think there's any difference in doing it mm-hmm. before or after you get the Holy Ghost. Yeah, there's no. As order. long as you do it in Jesus' name, head to toe submerged under the water, Amen, under the blood of Jesus, and so, <clears throat> um. Once you've gone through those steps of salvation, mm-hmm. there's there's no excuse, you know, to not not change. 
right? Because right. as yes. you said, as you said, there it, it would. And I could attest, you know, when I received the gift of the Holy Ghost, I was six years old um, at a family camp meeting down in Fortville, Indiana, and uh, I remember my grandma, my grandma. I was with my grandma and my great aunt, who's a missionary to Tokyo, and my grandma had taken my sister to the bathroom during, you know, kind of at the time when the uh, altar call was was about to happen. And I remember the the uh, the preacher, I don't remember who was preaching, but he had said, you know, any kids who don't have the Holy Ghost come up here. So my great aunt took me up there and I could, you know, I could take you to the exact step that it was on on the corner there of of that uh that tabernacle and you know that, like you said, it it was it started off. It was it was really weird feeling. Yeah. You know, you're like, what? Yeah. What in the world is this? <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine what it was like being younger too. Yeah. So so yeah, I remember going up there and you know, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost and you know that feeling that you get, that joy that you get. You know, you I ran back to uh, my grandmother's dorm, you know, and told my my grandpa. I called my parents, told them, you know, I was I was going around, I was telling everybody, yeah. I was so excited and so happy. Um, and so at that point, you've lost the excuses to not change your life um, because that's an experience you can't forget. That's an experience you haven't experienced before. Um, and I I am strong. You know, I, I believe that in order to be baptized, you ought to understand what you're doing. <laughs> Um, so if you truly understand why you're being baptized, you're going to understand, okay, well, these are washing away my sins. Yeah. It's covered under the blood of Jesus. And, yeah. and so once you make those changes, you have no more excuses. So that, that's why I feel it's, it's such an issue with a lot of people resisting is because they understand, okay, once I pass this threshold, <laughs> mm-hmm. what's going to happen, right? It's, it's just the fear of uncertainty. It's the fear of, okay... Well, if I truly repent, you know, I'm going to be faced with this temptation. I'm going to have to turn down the temptation to truly complete the repentance process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's one of the main reasons why resistance to the Holy Ghost, resistance to um, the plan of salvation is is just because it's fear of change. Um, you know, because if you read on in verse 24 of the Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, it says, and that you put on the new man. So after you've completed the uh, the salvation process, you know, you're, you, that is the moment that the new man is born, right? Whenever you have repented, you've been baptized in Jesus' name, received the gift of the Holy Ghost, the new man has been born at that point. At that point, you're not done. You still have to live a holy yep. and acceptable and separated life. Yep. Um, which is, as you read the second part of that verse, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So you need to live a life of righteousness and true holiness, a life after God. Yep. Um, after you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, you've been baptized, you've repented. Um, you know, Paul said, I die daily. That means yep. the—that means he's— um, you know, speaking in tongues, that means he's he's killing and submitting his flesh daily. So what that tells me is that if I'm truly dying daily to my flesh, then what worked for me yesterday in Bible reading isn't going to work for me today. What worked for me yesterday in prayer isn't going to work for me today. It's got to be a constant new beginning in our walk with God. Um, and, you know, there's different chapters, there's different seasons and, and all that, but every day should be a new day for new yeah. things to happen, for better things to happen. Yeah. 
for you to go deeper. I have a perfect verse for what you just said, Dylan. Um, this verse um, really speaks to my heart because God revealed this verse to me uh, during one of my... Um, I can't even... Why can't I say it right now? Uh, I, prayer meeting, just okay. by my lonesome. I was... Mm-hmm. Um, Ephesians 5, 8. Uh, for you were sometimes darkness, but now are ye in light in the Lord... Walk as children of light. Um, yeah. And then verse 9, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Mm-hmm. You know, that really spoke to me because during this time of my prayer, I was um, I was asking God, let me be a light. Yeah. Let me be, um, let me be, um, I keep losing my words now. Uh, let me be an example of what, um, godliness is like you know Mm -hmm. i want to be like i want to be like jesus and how he was when he was here on earth yeah i want to i want to be righteous i want to be a good example for the younger people in our church Mm -hmm. and i want to i want to show that example to my coworkers, to my family that are not saved you know so if if god is the light within me and he shines through me i want people who walk around me and even a, even a complete stranger, you know, I'll be standing next to them in the grocery store line. I want them to be able to see the light that yeah. is within me. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much exactly what that verse is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, says you were sometimes in darkness. You know, that, that was me before I got the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I was in that darkness. Yeah. But now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Yeah. Yeah, and the scripture going on exactly what you just said in Romans 13, uh, verses 12 uh, through 14, it says, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry or drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. So, that's exactly what you just said, Braylon, you know, yep. walking, let us cast off the works of darkness, right? We live in this world, but we don't have to look like the world. We don't have to talk like the world. We, we Like I said at the beginning, we've been given power to live above that um, and um, to live, you know, above the things that this world has done. You know, um, a lot of our coworkers are probably... Well, I shouldn't say a lot. I don't know your coworkers, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they are, but yeah. you know, it's sad to think about how many people, um, you know, just went home from work Friday night, went to the bar, and probably are just now waking up with a, a pretty bad hangover. Yeah, right. It's 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 sad to think about yeah. um, how many people are just living their life in a non-fulfilling way. You yeah. know, in in a in a way that is just. It's it's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Um. All it's going to do is just create a bigger hole. You know, you can forget about your problems for a little bit, but then, like I said, you're going to wake up eventually. Yeah. And, wow, it seems like you got 10 more problems. So, um, yeah, right there, you know, let us walk in the armor of light. That's what I want for my life. You know, that's what I want every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I found this scripture kind of like how Braylon found um that scripture in Ephesians um the Lord kind of led me this scripture a few months ago in in prayer time and 
ever since I've read this scripture, this has been something I pray daily, is God, I want to walk in the armor of light. You know, I, yep. I'm surrounded by darkness. If I have the armor of light, not only is the darkness not going to be able to come against me, but when I'm standing next to people, when I'm rubbing shoulders with people, they're going to yeah. notice that. They're yeah. going to see that. Yeah. And, that. and that's what the true church of God is called to do. Yeah, I I have something to add on. It's it. I'm getting a little preachy moment here. Oh, here but, we go. Uh, so, Dylan, you just said you want to be that light surrounded in darkness, right? Yeah. So, I'm going to give an example. If we were to were to turn the lights off in this room, I mean, we got a couple windows here, but that's okay. We're just going to pretend they're not here. But if we were to turn the lights off in the room, I mean, what would you be able to see? Nothing. Nothing, right? Because you're you're surrounded by darkness. Yeah. But if I were to take a lantern or even just the flashlight on my phone and I were to turn that on and lay it in the center of this table, what would you see? I could see what's around that yeah. lantern. You would see the you would see the light. Yeah. So don't be afraid to be the light in the darkness if you're the only light. Because sometimes that's what that's what it may be. If you go into your workplace, you may be that only light in the darkness, and everyone's yeah. going to see you as that light. So you're going to be different. You're going to stand out because you're the light surrounded by darkness. Yeah. So don't be afraid to, um, you know, be different in the way that you dress at work. Don't be afraid to be different in the way that you speak at work. Don't be afraid not to use swear words, you know. I've heard the many, many excuses of people cursing and saying, well, that's just who I am. Okay, or they use the excuse, um, it's just a figure of speech, or it's just how I express how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can express how I'm feeling to anybody without using swear words. Like, I'm, I'm frustrated. You know, I don't have to use all the other, you know, yeah. Latin language, whatever you want to call it. Excuse but my yeah. French. Yeah, excuse my French. <laughs> but that yeah. is not the Holy Ghost. That is true. That is not the Holy Ghost. When they're yeah. speaking that French, it's not the Holy Ghost. Yes. Don't you worry. That is Amen. <laughs> but yeah. If you were to if you were to look, if even if you want to do it right now, whoever's listening, put yourself in a dark room and then if you have a little flashlight or even just your phone, turn the turn your light on and then look at that light. I yeah. mean, I get it, you may be able to see everything else around you faintly, but the moral is or what I'm trying the point I'm trying to get across here is if you're a light, you're gonna stand out. Yeah, people will notice you, and the darkness around you will be consumed by your light. Yeah, and that light is God living within you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it reminds me of the song and, uh, um, oh, what is it? I won't hide it under I don't know bushel. <laughs> no, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, I'm gonna let it shine. Yeah. This little light of mine, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna let, let it shine. <laughs> Okay, I guess we're done with that. <laughs> okay, I didn't know how far you wanted to go. I was going all the way, Brandon, okay? All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of that. And, you know, in Matthew, we see that Jesus himself said, a city set upon a hill, you know, that cannot be hid. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, it, it cannot be hid. A city that you shall be a light like a city set upon a hill that cannot be hid. So, um, yeah, if your light's shining, it, it's going to be noticeable. Yeah. If you're not given to fear... Right now in this world, you're going to be noticed. If you're not given to to chaos and turmoil, you're going to be noticed. You know, um, it it in the world that we live in, um, 
it it's such a blessing. You know, it's hard to think three years ago was when, um, I, was it 2019 that COVID kind of started coming about? 2020. 20. So yeah. three, oh, about three years ago, I guess it is 20. That's hard to believe. Three years ago. Don't, when they all don't do that told to me, slap, slap masks on and. Some okay. people still wear masks, though. You know? uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But uh, People are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that. We today. don't have room to talk, Dylan. Yeah, we're... Um, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. We, we're just saying let it shine in front of a bunch of people. But it's okay. They can't see us singing, so... Um, so, it's hard to believe, you know, that... You know, obviously, there was some, there was some fear and chaos and... Um, things going on in the world before COVID, but yeah. you know when COVID hit and every, you know they locked us down and and it, all this stuff was going on. Holy moly! Fear, depression, anger, chaos, rioting. I mean, just everything. Holy yeah. cow! Over the top, and it seemed as if you know the whole world was given to that that mindset. Yep. Even many in the church, um, you know, even myself at times, like. Okay, where where in the world is this is this heading leading us to, um, and and when you can truly give yourself to the peace and to the joy of the Holy Ghost in those kind of moments, it's amazing how everyone else can see that because while they're all ranting and and complaining about this and that, you're just you're finding the good in things. You're not always finding the bad in things. Yeah. Um, and people notice that, especially in a time that we were going through at that time, and, and even that, that some people are still going through um, with the effects of everything that went on, um, it, is when you can just live within the, the peace and joy of the Holy Ghost, that in itself is just, that's a witness. You know, um, actions speak louder than words, um, and I, I believe that, because you can you can say all you want, but how are you really on the inside? How are you really going to do it whenever, yeah. you know, everyone's watching you and then when no one's watching you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, that was my little my little tag on there. Your little tag on? I think it was great. Do you got anything else to add right there? I got another scripture. You're done. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm good. All I'm right. I you want to sing again. Well, what are we singing? I don't know. <laughs> I think we should sing the rest of the podcast, Brandon. You want to? How much time we got here? <laughs> how long is <laughs> Let It Shine? <laughs> well, we can make it however long we want. I only know the chorus. So, so do I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're singing Let It Shine over and over again. Oh, I don't think they would like that. I wouldn't either. Let's, let's move <laughs> forward. I, what's in Isaiah? <laughs> yes, Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah, what he writes is going to be better than what you hear us sing. So we'll yes. read this. Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19 says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye know it, not know it. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So right there. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You know, we we've seen God do this with the children of Israel, you know, as they were walking um, in the wilderness for many years, many years. They made many mistakes. 
But, you know, God made a way. They made it to the promised land. He provided manna from heaven. You know, there's a time when Moses struck a rock and water flowed from it. And yep. um, so God provided. And while, you know, this kind of goes right with what I was saying about, you know, the whole COVID situation, the rioting situation, you know, being the church and understanding who God is and that God truly is real and he truly does want the best for those who love him, we can look at this and read this scripture and say, okay, I see that we are in a wilderness. I see that we're in the desert, but God's going to provide. God's going to make a way out of it. Yep. God's going to give me the the, the sustenance, susten, sustenance. There you go. We're there we go. Sustenance that I need to get through this, right? And we can read in Psalms. Um, I forget the exact uh, chapter, um, but, you know, David writes uh, that he is the God that sits upon the flood waters, and he is the God whose voice divides the flames of the fire, and he Amen. is the God who shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. And Amen. So trust in God. You know, uh, I think this is kind of taking a shift in the podcast, but... Um, I'm gonna go with it. Let it shine. So, <laughs> let it shine, Dylan. <laughs> let it shine. Go ahead. It's all, it's all you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna let it shine, as Braylon said. So, um, well, now I forget where I was going. Okay. So, um, you know, he is the God. We'll backtrack here. He's okay. the God that sits upon the floodwaters, and yep. His voice divides the flames of fire, and his voice shakes the wilderness of Kadesh, and, you know, that is who God is. And so going right back with, you know, the chaos, the rioting, the everything that's been going on the last several years with politics and, and just different things, it's so easy to get yourself caught up in the, the cares and the mundane tasks of life that you kind of forget, you put on the back burner. Okay, I have this expense, I have this expense. Biden's making gas four dollars a gallon. <laughs> did you see? <laughs> what gas, am I gonna do? Gas jump from three nineteen to three forty five. I did. Although down, I was. We were in the Insane. southern states. We were in the southern states for Thanksgiving, and their gas was still under three dollars. No. Yes. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Well, it's a good thing I filled up before they jumped up because I filled up when it was two ninety nine. Then like the next day, <laughs> like the next morning, it was three nineteen. Now it's three forty five. So yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. So you know, and so we, how am I supposed to pay tithes whenever a turkey for Thanksgiving costs an ungodly 50 amount? Fifty bucks, you know. Yeah, it costs ridiculous. Insane. And how am I supposed to do this and that and that and that with all these expenses? You know, with all these prices rising, how can I pay my tithes? Okay, I'll pay my tithes. But how am I in the world am I supposed to give of my offerings? How am I supposed to give of my, you know, of my my energy and my time if I'm I'm just busy, you know? And it, it I feel like that that's a big thing right now. Is I know in my life it it's ridiculous. It's crazy to me how fast time's going by right now. Yeah. Um, and it's just so easy to get caught up in with the busyness of life. Um, and when you do get caught up with the busyness of life, it's easy to begin to fear what's going on in the world, because you're not focusing on God. Um, you know, Stephen, as he was being stoned, he was able to maintain a good witness while he was being murdered, 
because he wasn't focused on what was going on around him. I'm sure he felt the pain, you know, people in the church still feel the pain of, you know, financial burden and of, um, you know, time, giving time to certain things. We still feel the pain of that, but we understand if I just keep my eyes focused on what's above, you know, as he saw God standing there, that gave him the strength to be a witness as he was being murdered. Um, he wasn't focused on what was going on around him. He was focused on above. And, you know, the Bible says when these things start happening, look up if your redemption draweth nigh. If we're so focused on what's going on around, if we're just constantly looking around, we're not going to be focused on heavenly things. Yep. And we're going to get distracted, and we're going to give ourselves to fear and give ourselves to anxiety and depression and, and all these other things. So that's why it's important to understand and to trust in God. Um because he will provide. Mm-hmm. He will. Um, yeah, he will provide. Yes, indeed. He is our provider. Yes, indeed. Man, Brent, I got, I got the song on my mind, to be honest. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine, Dylan. I'm going to be singing it in the car today. That's okay. <laughs> put a song on your heart. Let the Lord put a song on your heart. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's a good thing to do. Sing your song. Who was it that said that in um, our church? Wasn't it? Lady C, brother Pedigo, brother Pedigo, let yeah, put a song, let sing your song, sing your song, yeah, we had him on us. I remember I think, that now. Our last we did, podcast. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool guy, yeah. I really liked him, yeah. And we we had a good talk. Yeah, we did. If you have not listened to that podcast, you should definitely go back and listen to it. He's a cool dude. Well, I'm done, Dylan. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think got, we're okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I could, I could keep us busy with scriptures all day long, but I'm, I'm good. I'm You're satisfied. good. Okay. I feel I like don't the Lord has done what he, what he wanted. I, I agree. We he have. has let our light shine, Braylon. Yes. Now it's time for you people to let your light shine. Amen. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, all the above. Just we are in a new year. We got some big plans for the podcast. We're excited to see what the Lord's going to do. You know, New Year. Some people are looking for new things to listen to, new podcasts. Yeah. So tell your friends. Hey, I tell you what. You know what a good way to witness is? Tell them about podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That well, is such a great way to do it. <laughs> all right. Well, I am Dylan Cottrell. And I am Braylon Wareham. And this has been the Truthfield Podcast. We will see you next time.